0: Welcome to Wisdom, Love, and Beauty, a podcast for the soul and the home of dangerous wisdom. This is Dr. Nikos, your friendly neighborhood soul doctor, and we've arrived at another week of Yijing Insights, guidance from the sacred science of synchronicity. This week, when I asked Yijing what is the most important thing for us to know, Yijing responded with hexagram 26, which we can call the Great Accumulates. In other words, something great accumulates. Well, what's great? Yijing sees heaven and earth as great. Heaven is the archetypal creative energy and earth is the archetypal receptive matter. It's the Yang and Yin that we see playing together in the Taoist symbol that we're all familiar with. Human beings stand in the middle. And Yijing sees human beings as great too. Obviously we can become neurotic and give way to evil. But even that reflects our greatness, if you think about it. We can be stupendously stupid. And so there's a a greatness there. It can go in different directions. So the question is, how do human beings manifest their great goodness and not their great folly? Yijing offers us guidance here by inviting something great to accumulate greatness for us. That's what it's inviting us to do. We shouldn't bother trying to accumulate the great. It is rather let the great accumulate. Our greatness is not a personal possession but belongs to the whole cosmic play, the dance of life. So if we can just live our lives in accord with our highest values, then those highest values will accumulate goodness for us. So our greatness is in—is our virtue. That's our real greatness. And this week's advice or guidance from Yijing is about getting in touch with really the single highest virtue we have, if we can narrow it down to just one, and letting that guide us. The greatness of that single virtue, the most precious virtue to you, will accumulate good fortune for you. In this hexagram, Yijing gives us the image of working with the earth. If we Raise crops, or we work with animals, non human animals, humans are animals too. If we work with uh, non human animals, or even if we raise human children, we have to practice a long view. And that immediately invokes patience and inclusiveness and nurturance. We plant the seed today and we take care of it as much as we can while we wait for the greatness of Earth to turn the seed into a crop that we can eat and also sell or exchange. So earth becomes like a vast storehouse of goodness if we trust the greatness of earth and stay true to it. And we stay true to the greatness of heaven and earth by means of virtue and virtuosity. So if we remain true to a central virtue, it becomes a vast storehouse of of wisdom, love, and beauty. It becomes a virtuosity in our lives. That play between virtue and virtuosity is really important, especially in certain reading of Taoist philosophy. Now, it could seem like a lot to pick just one virtue, but Yi Jing might agree here a little bit with Nietzsche. Nietzsche talked about how our virtues can conflict with one another. For instance, we may embrace the virtues of peace, non-aggression, and not harming, non-harming. And those are virtues I appreciate very much. And this weekend I went to a horse barn and someone had put up fly paper in an effort to reduce the discomfort of the horses. There can be so many flies at a horse barn on a hot day. And I saw a yellow jacket, still alive, Struggling on this flypaper, there was no way I could free that yellow jacket without harming him. So I put him out of his misery. It seemed like the most wise and compassionate action at that moment, even though ordinarily I wouldn't deliberately harm a yellow jacket, I would try to avoid harming them. But similarly, if yellow jackets took up residence in an area where native bees were struggling to survive and the yellow jackets will prey on them, then I might try to find ways to support the native bees and I would in, in certain circumstances at least consider actions that could harm the yellow jackets. And we have created terribly challenging conditions in which we sometimes have to decide whether we are going to take down, say, a bay tree in order to save an oak or disturb yellow jackets to save native bees in all our decisions we do well to keep our highest values in mind really let that guide us I would say the magic formula for love wisdom is highest intention, highest value plus awareness equals magic Miracles can happen if we just stick to that simple thing. The awareness has to be deep and the virtue has to be the most profound. Sometimes we can have one or two or maybe even three values that in our mind, in our heart, simply name different aspects of a single cosmic virtue. So for me as a philosopher, wisdom, love and beauty name three aspects of the single mystery and they therefore never conflict. And that means I also subordinate any other virtues or values to those three, whatever other values or virtues I might have. Now, this figure of the great accumulates also relates to last week's contemplation. It occurs to me because last week we were framing our contemplation on wisdom-based Leadership. That's what we we were kind of thinking. We got the hexagram of following and we contemplated following in the relationship or in the context of wisdom based leadership. And we considered how a leader must be led, a leader must follow. And that includes listening deeply to those they would lead. Now, this week's hexagram has to do with following virtue. If a leader follows virtue, that virtue will accumulate positivity, merit, and charisma that the leader can then use to lead in accord with that very virtue. Now, whether we consider ourselves leaders or not, Jing asks us all to go out into the world this week and renew our power, our virtue and virtuosity by renewing our connection to the Tao, really, whatever the Tao is for you. As Lao Tzu put it, Dao is the name we can use for the great mystery. You can call it God, you can call it the Mother of God, whatever you like. Dao is the name for the nameless. When we honor the Dao, we honor what has the power of wisdom, love, and beauty, or whatever your highest virtue is. We see our highest virtue as part of the structure of the cosmos. When we honor the Tao and connect to the Tao, we are connecting with moral, ethical, creative, and rational power. And we're talking about rational power or reason as part of the efficacy of things, not as some kind of intellectual abstraction. We can study nature to nourish our mind and our heart, our virtue. And we will find our highest values or virtues there in nature. If we don't find our highest value or virtue in nature, then we haven't picked a real value, just something we happen to like or crave. So this week is about studying teachings on ancient virtue, working through the powers of the earth to both grow those virtues in the soil of our own soul and also to see and understand virtue as it appears in the natural world. Next time we'll have further insights into this hexagram and our situation, this archetypal patterning. And maybe we'll look at our moving lines. This week we have two. We've had a string of single moving line responses from Jing This time we have two. So it'll be interesting to see what they have to tell us. In the meantime, if you have questions, reflections, or stories of synchronicity to share, send them in through wisdomloveandbeauty.org or dangerouswisdom.org, one and the same, and we might bring some of them into a future contemplation. Until then, this is Dr. Nikos, your friendly neighborhood soul doctor, reminding you that your soul and the soul of the world are not two things. Take good care of them.